0: What's up you guys, Sean Ross It is October 24, 2022. This is Fightful Wrestling. It's your WWE Raw review.
1: What's up, Sean? You got a haircut, huh?
0: Yeah, I don't like it. Um,
1: (laughs) You look a little bit like Jimmy Neutron, but you just need a little bit more of this part. Isn't
0: there Sheen from Jimmy Neutron? I used to get told I looked like him when I was Uh, a
1: I haven't seen Jimmy Neutron in a very long time, so he's the only character I remember.
0: Either way, um, that's the show. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. We'd greatly appreciate it. Denise, did we do a show together last week or was it?
1: God, I have. I feel like I haven't seen you in centuries. Honestly,
0: I can't remember when we did a show together. I'm I don't a little bit
1: depressed and upset at you. Right I now, literally don't on.
0: remember if we did a show together last week or if it was the week before. I have. I can't remember, but either way. Anyways, here
1: we are. I'm upset at you, honestly.
0: Why? Because I I did more for Taylor Swift coverage than you've ever done.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. I did
0: incredible <laughs> sideline reporting, guys. Fightful overbooked. I got Denise Salcedo, John Alba, Shaza McKenzie, and Vinny Massaro all live on the air for interviews. Um, I had a, I had a great line. You
1: called that an interview?
0: Yeah, that was great. It was great.
1: All right, well, now I have more reasons to be mad We, we at were you. partying
0: like it was 1989, Denise. Yeah. Get it? Get it? It was yeah, a good Taylor I joke, right? I get it, Good John. Taylor joke. I get it. Guys, send in Super Chats, send in Humper Chats. The longer you keep Denise here, the longer she has to wait to hear the new Taylor Swift song. No, so the get in your Super It's
1: coming out in the next hour.
0: Get in your Humper Chats. I would greatly appreciate it, guys. HumperChats.com. Also, uh, programming note, this Wednesday, Jimmy Van is out of the office, so it's going to be the What Do You Guys Want to Talk About show where it is completely super chat, humper chat driven, but we don't stop there. Fightfulselect.com, the best $5 in the business. Thursday, you get Ask Grapsity. Friday, you get my Q&A show as well. So uh, the most interactive week we've had in a very, very long time. Uh, today on Fightful Select, we had news of Kathy Kelly having talks with AEW before her WWE run. We had a ton of Raw plans and spoilers. We had the producers from SmackDown this past week, plus my Backstage Report podcast, a good 20-plus minutes just of our uh, uh, exclusives over the last week. Omar says, Sean, dress up like Denise. She's scary for Halloween.
1: I am scary. I'm even more terrifying today.
0: You do look like you. When when, when, when did you dye your hair?
1: God, it's been months already.
0: Really? It looks a lot lighter right I, now.
1: Do you think I look more evil? With, like, light-colored hair?
0: No, you do look like you have a lot more hair, though. You're not going bald now.
1: Oh, my God. So you thought I was going bald before? I just
0: said it out loud, Denise!
1: What the hell, I Sean? I just said it! I'm sorry. What you are should have told doing me sooner here? that you thought that I was looking like I was going bald. Jesus
0: Christ. On a bike, Denise.
1: Well, all I, all I did was curl my hair, Sean. That's the big whoop-de-doo. You know, I'm miserable right now. Are you? Yes. I'm depressed.
0: Why? Is is it know. because you, Denise, is it because you paid full price for that UFC pay-per-view this weekend? Sure. It was a good pay-per-view, but you know what I didn't do? I didn't pay full price. Because I used NordVPN.com slash Fightful. I was able to not only get four additional months free, a 30-day money-back guarantee, but NordVPN.com slash Fightful allowed me to change my virtual location with just one click. And on all my devices, I had access to that UFC 280 pay-per-view. A very, very good show. Afternoon MMA. Not only that, I was able to watch it on my phone, desktop, laptop, PC. But I just applied it to my router. That way I could send it straight to my TV. It was a good time. Saved significant amounts of money off of what I would have paid here in the States. And that effectively paid for my NordVPN sponsorship along the way. You're going to end up saving money this way. Not only that block malware, block annoying pop-up ads, block online trackers. That stuff's good too. Whether you want a pass, a locker, a VPN, Nord has it all on their three different tiers that you can choose from. And like I said, a great deal, four additional months free. There's nothing to lose here at all. Like I said, a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if for some reason you hate saving money, if for some reason you hate getting access to more content, by the way, we announced WB Network, heading to Disney Plus in the Philippines, you can access that with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Maybe you missed the old WDB network. There you go. Uh, there's going to be some more uh, very interesting announcements coming up very soon that Fightful Select has has mentioned uh, about gaining access to wrestling pay-per-views and the like. Dick the Cock Johnson says, the Kevin Patrick experiment needs to end. I've given some more time to gel. It's they're brand new, but Vincent does bring up something I agree with. He says, not a good look when five out of seven matches in with distraction or interference. The niece, the booking has been really lazy for these shows. And um, you're going to hear me complain about it an awful lot. And here we are. We are a good six minutes in. And usually we have about 10, 15 super chats like right at the start that covers several matches. There are two matches that people are talking about right now. The first one and the last one and nothing in between. It's hard for me to believe like those finishes aren't a part of that. We can go ahead and talk about Balor and Anderson. I expect shenanigans in that there's like seven or eight people around ringside. Like the shenanigans actually made it better. But when it happens all night, Denise, it gets really, really irritating.
1: Honestly, how do I say this? I thought... Everything that happened on the show today is a blur to me right now. I feel like I felt every minute of those three hours. I'm just going to be completely honest with everybody here today. I I had a really hard time getting into today's show. Uh, It was a tough one. I thought that out of the last couple of episodes of Rod, this was definitely the worst one in quite an amount of time. And I feel like nothing really extraordinary happened at all. There's going to be some Decent moments to talk about, but this was a rough one, Sean. I felt every minute of the three hours today and I watched live.
0: Well, I thought one of the, yeah, I did too. I watch live all the time now because like I I figured new era, maybe some exciting stuff and you best believe next week. I ain't watching live. There's a Bengals game on Monday while we're on the air. So (laughs) I, my heart does not weep for you right now, Denise. Uh, (laughs) What?
1: Sorry, I'm done. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Sean, you want to know what I was doing today while watching Raw? Taking I was a big fa- shit. Oh. No, I was fantasizing about all the other things I could be doing. Oh, okay. What you think I was fantasizing about? I don't know. Your eyes blurted all big, like, "Oh yeah, I'm just gonna be on here like fat fantasizing something terrible."
0: Hell, you never know. Judgment Day cut a promo, so I, I have come to terms a little bit more with these promos because now i compare them more to like bullet club than i do like spooky goth you know spooky goth judgment day they're still not good uh dominant gets so much heat though i love that i love how much heat dominant gets it is a very vicky guerrero type of heat that he gets too like wherever whenever he opens his mouth to say anything he gets booed and he said that He's not this generation's Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero was his generation's Dominic. I thought that was an incredible line. Um, That might have been the peak of Dominic that I've seen so far was just that that single line, Denise.
1: Sean, this was terrible. I'm sorry. (laughs) I hated every second of this, and I have a little bit to say about this. Why? Because I get what they're doing, right? They know that Dominic is not a good wrestler. They know that. They're not dumb. They realize that, right? They realize the heat that he's getting. They realize what people on podcasts like this are saying. But, you know, I have a pretty good sense of humor. Okay, I really do. But listening to them have, when they had Damien Priest say this one line, I nearly, I rolled over, Sean. And he said that Dominic was the greatest luchador ever. And I've obviously that's meant to get under your skin. I'm not dumb. But I like if something's going to get under my skin, I want it to be enjoyable. But to me, when they're OK, I'm just going to say this the nicest way possible. When the representation of what you have gotten from luchadors has not necessarily been that great in WWE, aside from like what you got with Rey Mysterio and obviously, you know, a couple of other people, it's one of those things where. When you get stuff like this, you're just like, oh, man, this is not good. And so that was one thing I didn't like. Uh, The Eddie Guerrero line obviously got people, you know, booing and whatnot. Uh, But this was bad. This was bad because they know that you don't like it. And I'm going to say one more thing. So. (laughs) <laughs> I, have a t- I got a text, and I'm going to read this text. Okay. This is from a friend, Sean, who doesn't watch uh, wrestling, but he, watches, he knows about wrestling. He does my camera work for all the WWE events here. And uh, he's Mexican, like myself, and he grew up also watching Lucha. So he knows, you know, and also watched wrestling back in the day. He literally texted me saying, the Dominic thing is ruining everything his family created. And then he went on to say, I asked him, are you watching raw? Why are you saying this? And he put no, but I've been watching the reels on Instagram and the recaps on Instagram and they are stressing me out. This is from somebody who is a less than casual wrestling fan. This is an opinion of an outsider who I never talk about wrestling with really uh, other than today where he actually reached out to me just to tell me about how bad the Dominic Mysterio thing is. Okay. So with that being said, I feel like that kind of states my point just a little bit. I get that this is supposed to be like he He'll he blah, blah, blah. This is embarrassing. It's embarrassing and it sucks and I don't like it.
0: Tony I says to
1: be that harsh by the way, I, I heard myself saying it and I just feel like I sounded really mean. So I apologize for sounding really mean. I didn't mean to sound that Tony.
0: brutal. Tony said, I read on the internet that you were a WWE shill and that being on the pre show No, and it's
1: not even that. It's just, come on, Sean. <laughs> I want to watch something where I'm excited about it. This is insulting. It's insulting. It's insulting to my whatever. I don't even care anymore.
0: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book. Take a nap. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, .com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. So uh, Tony says, I'm only here for Denise to give SRS to give an SRS rant about Rhea's sub for getting out of pocket. And Riot says, All Rise, Damian Priest segment of this promo. Is it sponsored by Blue Chew? On an unrelated note, Finn and AJ are both over 40 and are still the two best wrestlers today. On a hilarious note, Dom called himself a luchador. Love you both. Stay awesome. I mean, they called him a luchador. They said he was one of the greatest lucha wrestlers of all time. I love it. I thought it was hilarious. I hate it, I'll, Sean. What I think I did, you and
1: I are registering this information just a lot differently, you know. I mean,
0: th- I mean, there are still people from like over five years ago that think that Jason Jordan wasn't being ironically bad, and they'll fight me on it. Like he was, he was meaning to be annoying. They're meaning for Dominic to be annoying and get heat. It's just, I think, if they were going to do that, they probably should have kept him far away from getting beaten up at all costs because the payoff should have been this little wiry guy that isn't really that good at talking or getting or or in the ring and they're talking him up finally getting his ass whipped at the end of this. But they, they kind of booked that in reverse to where he got his ass whipped before he even joined a damn group.
1: On top of that, I want to add two things to this. The first one was, what does this say about the state of the show that the person that's like getting the biggest heel reaction is Dominic Mysterio? What does that say to you? I agree. The other thing that I want to say about this is due to association with this whole storyline, it makes me disinterested in everybody else. And these are all people that I like. I like everybody in this. But due to association of this like goofy storyline, it makes me not interested. The only time I'm legitimately somewhat interested in the Judgment Day is Anything Rhea Ripley related. She is literally the, someone put it on Twitter. She's the MVP of the Judgment Day. And she really is. Everything that they had, the little, every interaction that she had with the with uh, with, with Gallows and Anderson and Styles and the jokes about us having a Rhea problem. All of that was great. Even, even the stuff that I found funny, you know, back before was when they would do Rhea Ripley and her, and uh, Dominic's sexual innuendos that they would do. That was, I can ha-ha about that. I can't ha ha about the other stuff.
0: Omar asks if Denise is recruiting for the dark side.
1: I am. I have joined the dark side. <laughs> this is it right here. It's all downhill.
0: Wag says his triple H is biding his time on getting rid of Dom and Omos. Fingers crossed. Uh, I don't wish for anybody to lose their job. And that's not what we do here. Please don't send super chats like that. Um, understand if you don't want to see him, but yeah, uh, Balor defeated Carl Anderson. This was a, banger like i said carl anderson came in here and wanted to prove to a whole lot of people that he could work because quite frankly they either don't believe he could work or they couldn't see that he could work during his last uh, WWE run denise because they they never got to show that and they had a fantastic match and i loved all the bullshit that surrounded it because the bullshit that surrounded it denise involved rhea ripley hitting luke gallows with a body slam and that's after AJ gets sent flying over the damn table. This is great. Like, this is the type of stuff that makes me like Judgment Day because they're, they're primarily badasses. C- pull all the other stuff away from them. The dom, the jokes and all that stuff. They're, they're badass people. But <laughs> I thought that this moment was very, very cool. I kind of wish it would have happened like in the middle of the ring somehow but the crowd still reacted to it in a fantastic way. Um, uh, the ref distraction that led to the nut shot. I thought the way that this played out was way better, way better than the, the promo that preceded. even though I, I liked Dominic's part. But I, I also think that if they would have done the Rhea Ripley gallows slam at Crown Jewel, I think it would have got, like, a really good reaction from that audience, too. Bro,
1: we didn't get that much on today's show. Let's take this one on today. We yeah, needed for this sure. moment on today's show. For sure, show. we did. But, <laughs> I mean,
0: you've got to also just watch, like – the first 20 minutes of the show and been like, ah, we're good.
1: That was like my most retweeted thing today was that picture of uh Rhea Ripley body slamming gallows. Like that was it. That was like peak moment of the night or one of the peak moments of the night rather. Uh, okay. So with, with this, by, match- by the
0: way, Orion Ben said Rhea raised the bar. Denise has got a press slam Sean. Um, I wouldn't trust Denise to press slam me, but I could, I could teach you to body slam me for sure.
1: I can do it myself.
0: I I don't don't need you to
1: teach me, Sean.
0: I think you, I I practically did
1: that one day when we were practicing in the parking lot. (laughs) Oh, that was, you know, I still have that shirt, right? I haven't worn it at all. I'm saving it. It's a memorabilia now, but anyways, um,
0: I still have the $5 I took from somebody in the audience.
1: You should frame it. You should definitely frame it. You should put it behind like your head or something. Uh, but as for Finn Balor, Carl Anderson, this was a good match. This was definitely up there in terms of what we saw throughout the night. And I don't disagree with you about the interferences for this match. Cause again, it makes a little bit more sense to the story. And also with the way that the judgment day has been getting any sort of wins has been through uh interference and whatnot. So if I'm going to nitpick, it's definitely not going to be that that's not going to be my nitpicking at all for this portion of it. On top of that, i will say this though it did okay the opening of the show with everything that we just discussed did hurt me going into this match because promos are supposed to get you excited about what you're about the, the match that they're building towards they're not supposed to deflate that and take away from that so it did take me a second where it's like we went into this match and i was watching it, and i just you know it wasn't really until uh the action started getting good. Where I was like, okay, like, let me get into this match because prior to that, I was just like, yeah, I'm done pass on this one. Yeah. Like I'm ready for the next thing. Right. But no, this was good. I I mean, the real Ripley spot that was freaking awesome. That was the highlight of like the top of the first, like two hours. That was good.
0: Yeah. I like this a lot. Uh, we, we sort of went downhill after that. Um, Wag says, wasn't talking about firing mint TV time. So many more people deserving of that time. Well, Gallows got a little bit more. He said he's going to have a solution for Rhea Ripley. Do you think Rocky is going to punch her in the face? <laughs> sure, I don't know. He tweeted me a- about it. Caden uh, says, Denise, midnight thoughts. Uh, I'm sure Denise will have her own content for that. And, well, uh, way to go
1: and silence me and like not give this person their money's worth for uh, they they it, it's
0: caden he sent two dollars he got his money's <laughs> worth by being mentioned on All the right, show i fine, fine. can't so argue there you that go.
1: can't argue that
0: uh lou says may i say denise you look bloody ravishing today thank and you a lot to Me, sheldon says how's your blood pressure denise after yesterday's after the week podcast concerning your original worst pick and then change of picks.
1: Yeah. Cause I freaking, I had selected something for my worst pick. It was the JBL thing and Baron Corbin cause I hate it. And then I was reminded of Dominic pinning AJ styles. It was so bad. I hated it so much that I didn't even write down notes for it. So I completely had forgotten that it happened. And then when I remembered it was like, it happened all over again. And so I got really heated You know, I just feel things have been getting to me, and that definitely got to me.
0: Volob says, Sean and Denise, longtime member, longtime super chatter. Apparently, Raw needing something to spice it up is really a hot take. I mean, like, yeah, I had people saying, What do you know, Sean? And then I had people being like, Oh, well, watch something else. And I'm like, Well, first off, suck my ass. This is my job. Second off, no, it's just me saying this show is boring, but Denise, I have avoided tweeting anything remotely negative for months because it's not worth it because people get psychotic about it and people were like you should watch something else go to hell i'll watch whatever i want and i'll tweet about it in any way that i want it's my job my god <laughs> even no. if it wasn't my job i can hate watch whatever the hell i want if i want to be that way i can be that way eat shit Bro, sorry, Denise, go ahead. So,
1: Sean, I I messaged – or no, Will messaged me, and I responded back saying – because I was going to put out a tweet saying that this show – and I was just going to put this show. So whoever knew what show I was watching, you knew. I was going to tweet, this show really needs some hot sauce or some bacon on it to spice – basically to get it – like basically what you said, to spice things up. And I told Will, I can't tweet this because I know people are going to get upset about it. Like something that simple – I know someone's going to get mad about it. And then I texted you that I didn't like today's show. And then I saw your text. And then I finally just quote retweeted you. But I'm glad that I had to piggyback off of your tweet because I knew for a fact if I tweeted that by itself on its standalone, that you it would. Literally... Bitch. You stupid bitch. Yes. You don't know nothing it's about not wrestling. Even, it's not even a bad comment. You're like saying something should Hold be spiced up. up. Well, this not guy says,
0: comment. you can, but you're not immune to criticism. What? fucking criticism it was my opinion telling me to not watch the show isn't criticism and that's why you'll find weirdos that are like Sean Blackman because I criticized him no I blocked you because you were a twat dude that's why I did it telling me to not watch the show is not a criticism get the hell out of here that ain't criticism. You all need to fundamentally learn the definitions of words. I've got like one negative tweet about Raw over the last few months, and people were showing their ass over it. Was it's it this? So one? dumb. This yeah, was a, that yes, was, and, that's it. And that was it. Raw needs something to spice it up. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> that's what hurts your feelings. Get you know, the hell out of here.
1: I saw a bunch of people on Twitter writing that this was the closest Vince McMahon type of Raw that we've gotten since Triple H took over.
0: But there was no Kevin Owens. There was no no Brock, no Lashley, no Charlotte, no Becky. Sasha and Naomi ain't back. Alexa, Oscar are gone. There's no world champion on this show. You had a main event between two great talents, not a title match jesus man i just
1: feel like of all the raws like i get it there's some raws where people are going to be like maybe like you know you'll just spend some raws where you liked it i did it or vice versa or whatever but this one to me was the most recent raw that i've legitimately seen a bunch of people saying they did not like Like, it
0: like i i enjoy the, the the parts that were involved i just don't like the sum of what happened uh tony likes my haircut i do not tony uh i am pissy what's wrong
1: with it i just don't like it
0: he went too short because
1: you make your head it makes your head look really big
0: does it make my head look really big a little
1: oh, bit yeah fuck <laughs> just the line dri- let you know
0: the line drive says i know it's not relevant but i figured i could at least hit up my average donation when i'm watching fightful and say simp or sim- simply say damn it how about those astros Wow, uh, The Line Drive, you were the first Astros fan I have actually encountered. Still haven't met one in person, though. There you go. Uh, Nerd Guru says, really don't understand how much Becky makes things better. Ever since she's been out of the women's stuff, feels hollow. That's no fault of the people involved. It's just indicative of how good Becky is at making things have stakes. She was a supremely protected woman who was given good promo time and a lot of stuff like that, Denise, and... And uh, now it's just, it's in a holding pattern, which I think I see the direction it's going. Sheldon says, Denise, keep that same energy for the possible worst of the week when it comes to Dominic.
1: Oh Uh, man, someone has to remind, I'm trying to keep better track of what I think is worst of the week.
0: We also got, it was heavy on Johnny Gargano and I thought that his stuff was at least okay during all this. Like he's, he's trolling the Miz. Miz is like, oh, well, you know what? Uh, I'm not really going to say what happened. Johnny's like, you better say what happened. Miz is like, all right, I'm coming out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell the world. Well, he doesn't. Johnny Gargano is like, yeah, you need to tell the truth. And we get our truth out there. That's cool. Uh, we
1: haven't seen him in a bit.
0: Yes. And <laughs> Gargano cosplays as Loomis, causes the the loss if we didn't have so many other distraction finishes, I would have been like, yeah, all right, cool. but there were so many. After this, we see Johnny leaving to go check on Candace, who by the way, got attacked by damage control. Uh, we'll talk about that later. but the Miz says, oh no no, no, no. how can we come to an agreement about this? How can we how can we fix this? And Johnny says, well, either next week, you tell the truth, or I'm gonna. What did you think of the segment that led to this? Because this was a big thread throughout the show.
1: All right, I'll start off with the Miz and uh Johnny Gargano. I didn't really like it. I was trying my best not to tune out when our truth came out. I actually got interested because well, you know we hadn't seen him in of quite a few in quite a few months i feel uh, i don't think we've seen him since like money in the bank even i don't even remember when's the last time we saw him Um, so I was like, okay, fine. Our truths out there in his hometown. Great. Good for him. Uh, he tends to be really funny, so I'm okay with that. And I actually thought that the interactions that he had where he was, you know, talking about food and that, it was cute. It was harmless. I think it was for, you know, obviously more so for the people in the audience. That's perfectly fine. Uh, but this was the moment of the show where I kind of thought, all right, this is fun, possibly cute, but is it interesting? no. Do I care? No. And once we actually got, uh, I'm
0: interested this match, in finding out the truth. I want to know that. I want to know what has led. You to already this said angle. it. Butt stuff. It ain't gonna be butt stuff. They'll think. Well, it's I
1: know funny. it's not gonna be that. They're not gonna say that. But you know, well, when Johnny Gargano revealed himself, revealed himself to be Dexter Loomis, I actually liked that part because I I thought it was Dexter Loomis, and I was about to make a joke about that on Twitter, but when it ended up being Johnny Gargano, I thought, okay, cool. And The Miz has some great facials. I'll put that over. I liked Miz's reaction when he saw that it was Johnny Gargano. Thumbs up. But we did see a lot of Johnny Gargano today. But honestly, there was only really one thing that was supposed to be funny that actually stood out to me, and that was the MC Hammer pants. Everything else was not really that funny.
0: So I am excited to find out whatever the truth is. But yeah, we had Johnny backstage. Now, he did say, I was eight when the Attitude Era happened and acted like he didn't understand a reference. But then he made an MC Hammer reference, which was 10 years before that. Uh,
1: (laughs) That's true, right? Well, maybe it's, well, whatever. Uh, Say what you want. My
0: God. Uh, But (laughs) we got the match. It was Corbin against Johnny with JBL ringside. During the middle of the match, so I, I hate the stupid baby face stuff, but this didn't necessarily lead to the finish. But Johnny stole JBL's hat, danced around in it, and hit a tornado DDT. That spot was good. I like that.
1: That was the best part of the
0: whole thing. Johnny ends up getting beat. This match wasn't quite what I thought it would be, because I thought it would be Johnny. What did
1: you working- think it'd be?
0: I thought it'd be Johnny working a really fast pace and him and Corbin having a really good match. It was more sports entertainment than it was the match that I was expecting that I know these two can have. But when JBL's involved, I probably just should have expected a more sports entertainment centric match. It was okay. Like it wasn't bad or anything. It's just, I think by then, like there, there was a lot of that being threaded through the show. And I think if you want to get Johnny Gargano over, you don't want to overexpose him. I don't think they overexposed him tonight, but I think if they, have him do all of this every week they will now granted most weeks you're not going to be without 10 major stars like they are tonight how'd you feel about this
1: i don't want to see johnny gargano lose to corbin so soon johnny gargano is supposed to be one of the guys that is going to be one of the you know main focal points of the show i don't want to see him losing to corbin right now i feel like given that he was the person we saw most on the show why do i want i don't want to see him lose you shouldn't be losing. Yeah. So I'm going to say I didn't like that. Um, I am not a fan of the pairing of JBL and Baron Corbin. I, tr- I, I, I recognize that JBL is good at, you know, getting people to. He's good at being and getting the heat. He's definitely good at that. But for me, it really just feels like there was no real purpose for putting together JBL and Corbin. <laughs> and I feel
0: I I think it's to to you sorry to interrupt I think it's just to have JBL as the mouthpiece and that's it
1: right and I don't even think that's something that I I just don't feel like it's uh it's almost like you know Corbin is not liked as a heel okay he's not liked they don't tend to give him good storylines or anything like that okay the only thing was the broke Corbin when he was depressed with the white dirty t-shirt that was it that was the last thing I can remember that actually got over for Corbin and then you add JBL on top of this to me it's just two bad ingredients that you're putting together when you could possibly do something different with Corbin try to maybe given the fact that Corbin as being unlikable doesn't work. Maybe they should try making him uh, likable like when he was when he was doing the poor Corbin stuff. If he was doing that type of stuff or something similar along the lines or whatever, uh, I feel like that would work so much better for Baron Corbin than this. This is just pairing two ingredients that don't go well together and you're mixing it in and we're just having to tolerate it. So for me, I don't like the pairing. I'm not a fan. I feel like it takes away from Corbin. Uh, And I know some people are like, well, he's supposed to add to Corbin. I don't think so. The commentary each and every single week, it's rough as well. I don't want to have to go through that every week.
0: Richie says, hope they don't make Johnny wrestling a full on comedy character. I think he was good, but I I hope he gets a bit of an edge to him. Um, I'm okay with him playing off of his sense of humor uh, because I think that it, Honestly, I think that he plays it off a little bit better. And he does have like sort of a trollish attitude. And I think that it also helps to overcome the, oh, well, he's an indie guy without any any personality. He's got a lot of personality, as we saw in the way. Graham says, hooded Denise is 50 times more sinister than heel Dom. What do you guys think I should dress up as next week for the show?
1: I don't know. I already know what I'm going to be. I'm pretty excited about it. I don't know what it's going to come out looking like, though, because I kind of half-assed it. <laughs> I really kind of did. Usually I put a little bit more effort, but this time I was just, like, grabbing things off of Amazon and trying to piece things together.
0: <laughs> well, if your penis is half-assing it, check out our friends at BlueChew.com and use the code FIGHTFUL. BlueChew has the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work, but they work on your schedule. And that means no doctor's office, no waiting in line at the pharmacy. You take your questionnaire online, and if approved by their online physician, it ships straight to your door. Discreetly. Your package will be coming discreetly. It's fantastic. Right now, get your first shipment free. Use the promo code FIGHTFUL at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's it. A discreet package for your indiscreet package. BlueChew.com and the code Fightful. You want that performance. You want that confidence. You want that stronger, harder erection. BlueChew. Wow. BlueChew.com and the code Fightful. Tampa Bong says, Rhea and Dominic, JD, Faction's name, dominatic oh god well next week's raw review be live um god unfortunately it will be i'm gonna be watching that game though like I, I will have that game on one of my screens like um so that that'll be interesting denise you're carrying that show for sure
1: oh thanks i can't wait thumbs up
0: scotty Bobox says honestly i've always liked taylor's hits but never took the time to listen to an album and end. admittedly I saw the nonsense Sean was doing, and said, "I'm gonna listen to the whole thing, Denise. It's a banger. You are vindicated in your Swiftism. Look at that, Denise. I'm making fans of Taylor Swift with my sideline reporting."
1: Look, I'm not even gonna say what I really feel right now, okay, Sean. I've already been too negative on this show. I'm trying to clean my aura.
0: Sean Garner says, "Which female do you think the OC could recruit to help them with Rhea?" I mean, I saw there. I saw a lot of people saying like Mia Yim coming in would be kind of cool. I think she'd be... go back. Yeah. a well, new regime for, for sure. sure. Yeah, I yeah. think she'd go back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I think that'd be the main one. King of the North says Triple H needs to fix commentary on this show, man. The chemistry is not quite there. I would like to see Kevin Patrick given a little bit more time, but yeah.
1: It's not even that only thing for me. It's the enthusiasm. I think as a commentator, you need to be excited about what you're seeing. It should, I, You should not be sounding like I am right now talking about Rod. This is what's <laughs> happening in the ring because this yeah. is what's going on. Like, bro, you're the voice of the show. I mean, make sell things. Even if you're a little bit bored and I know that can happen. Like if you're a little bit bored, bro, fake it till you make it. Like add some enthusiasm into it. Because if not, everyone's going to read the tone of your voice. If you're bored with the product, you can't show that.
0: Somebody says Carl's hot Asian wife. He hasn't brought her up in a while, but uh, she's there. I don't think she wants to get into the biz though. Um, King of the North says, Gallows bringing an equalizer. Amber Gallows, that ain't happening. I can tell you that much. That ain't happening. Richie Goodacre says, I think the show is is an example of how a bad crowd can kill a show. Nothing offensively bad, but the lack of heat was distracting. Nothing offensively bad or offensively bad, but there was nothing like really gripping. And like I said, you're missing a lot of major players. Why isn't Kevin Owens there? Why, why aren't Brock or Bobby Lashley there? Why? Where's Charlotte? I know Becky's hurt, but there's a lot of pieces missing. You got Sasha, Naomi, Alexa, and Oscar sitting out right now.
1: Look, Man. you can't blame the crowd for this one, all right? The people already did the big thing. The big thing was buying a ticket and going to the event, all right? The next step is on the company to put on a good show because the people go because they want to have a good time, but you got to give them something to have a good time.
0: Damage control beats Candice LeRae's ass. Nerd guru says feels like most of the BS that happens on raw is just filler because of this stupid Saudi show, particularly the women as it seems like there won't be any women's matches on the show and F that noise, but it's whatever war games should be better. War games build should be better. I mean, I've, Honestly, kind of figure that uh Ronda will wrestle on the Saudi show. If you are if you are uh Saudi, you probably want Rhonda Rousey on the show, right?
1: Yeah, plus they've already had the women's matches. And at least now they don't have to wear those t-shirts anymore. They're still they're wearing like they're still covering up, but at least now they're wearing like gear yeah. and stuff, which makes a difference.
0: Carl says Denise is channeling sour graps today. She does here and here and there, but I think it's no, justified. No,
1: no, because I never mind.
0: No, I get what you I get what you were saying. Like Alex <laughs> hates on things no matter what. Right. To the point to where listen, and I love Alex Palowski. He is a wonderful guy. <gasps> but I had to say, like, listen, man, some of this stuff is good and you hate it no matter what, but I think you're a very good podcaster. Let's let's give you actually he pitched his own show. Um, and I was like, I love that idea. I love that idea to the point now to where he doesn't even hate everything on AEW, but I would, if he wanted his own AEW show, I'd give it to him. I actually had somebody that canceled select say, I think it's very biased that there's an, uh, a SmackDown and Raw Sour Graps, but not AEW. I was like, he's on the main show. What the hell do you want from me? But I think that your frustration here? Is well, here's Denise. the thing
1: about me is that I'm always honest about how I feel about things. And I, I will say how I feel about it. Sure. If it's bad, it's bad. And I will say it. If it's not bad, then... You know, you'll hear me about it how many times don't I come on to the show and I say, "Oh, I like this, I like that, it's like this." But here's the difference though that I've noticed is that you, Sean, you can be negative about something and no one will say shit to you. I can be negative. <laughs> if I'm negative about something, it's like, "Oh, Denise is so negative this and this oh, and that." And you you're gonna get know that why? You're, yeah, because you're a No, woman. because I'm a sweet present, Sean, so people oh, no. are like, "Oh, she she no. she she's clearly faking it because she's so nice." That's what it is.
0: No, it's cuz you don't have a penis, Denise. That's what it is. There's hey, a lot you know of- what? You know There's- what? But if
1: I did have a penis, my penis would be fucking huge, all right? My <sighs> penis would arrive five minutes into the fucking meeting before I arrive because I got that kind of fucking ego, all right? I am a boss woman and I would have a large ass penis. <laughs> what? Sean, I'm done with this sexism bullshit. Yeah, listen,
0: yeah, listen, I'm just saying. That usually, when people say stuff like that, they are overcompensating for something. So I think you are hypothetically overcompensating now for I'm something. I'm
1: gonna get a big truck. That's what I, I was I'm about gonna, to say that get a big truck, and I'm gonna wave a big old American flag on it.
0: I think that Denise's hypothetical penis is like.
1: <laughs> you know what, Sean? I will not let you disparage my hypothetical penis. Okay, my hypothetical penis is beautiful.
0: What are you doing, step host? <laughs> uh, Trey says, I heard something baseball-related and got happy. Go Twins. Guess I picked a good day to work overtime and not watch Raw. And Sean Garner says, when do you think the OC reveal their female recruit? If it is that, um, it'd be next week. You know how you've got your your clip show, Denise? I
1: don't your, have a clip your, show. Your Clips oh, channel? Oh, yeah, yeah Clips channel. Pieces? Yeah, yeah.
0: You should do one just about segments like that. You
1: mean my piece?
0: Denise's penis.
1: (laughs) Denise's penis sounds like my OnlyFans page. (laughs)
0: Oh my God. Jesus. Uh, You know
1: what's funny? I can guarantee that. Denise, drop it loads. What? I can guarantee that every person on the show imagined my hypothetical beautiful penis.
0: Juan says, you go, girl. Um, uh, big C that's me says when Corbin came out, it looked like he ignored the special needs person on the fence, but when Johnny came out, he went right to him. I like that. I, I guarantee you that if, if Corbin noticed that or anything, he probably, if that's something that he noticed, he would have done something off camera that much. I assure you, uh, Baron Corbin's a class act. Yeah,
1: and that's why I'm saying if they were to give him a likable character again, it would work. Dude, the guy is so freaking nice. Like if, if you've interviewed him, right? Baron Corbett?
0: No, he blocked me on Twitter, Denise.
1: Oh, oh, sorry, because I was gonna say something. because I've interviewed Baron Corbett. I would love he's to interview so him. Freaking nice, man. Like he's a likable guy. Like you can see why people like him. I'm like, show that side of Baron Corbin. Trust me, if you saw that side of Baron Corbin, you'd all like Baron Corbin.
0: <laughs> Omos squashed these four guys. One of them looked like uh, Josh Alexander if Josh Alexander was like just getting his start. But there was I actually really loved the start of this where MVP's like, look at the size of his hand! And his fist was up in front of this guy's face and he's just like, I thought that was fantastic. Yeah. The rest of it, not so much. Not I so screenshotted much. I
1: screenshot at that and I posted it on Twitter. Yeah. The side by side, it's hilarious. The
0: match stunk. It wasn't good, but at least that made me laugh. I thought yeah. that that guy's reaction was good, but we've seen this. I do like that they're adding people to the squashes though. Now they got four people. Sure, why not? This is all to set up him losing to to Braun, but whatever.
1: I want to give a shout out to the cameraman on this. Because the visual of how that looked with the head in the corner and the arm there, it was very, it good. was, a, it was funny.
0: What do you think would be more impressive, when Braun power slams Omos or the running power slam that I did on Ali Cease the other night?
1: Oh God, what? I, did. I didn't came, see that.
0: She came to my house, and uh, it was right before the the Taylor drops. So, you know, they were all all jacked up on Mountain Dew and maple syrup. Your daughters, yeah. Yeah, my my adult twin daughters and I hit her with a running power slam as soon as she walked in the door. It's okay; she's trained terrible, as a wrestler. Sean. She's trained as it's a wrestler. Terrible, but still, pick Richie, on people your own size. She is my size. Richie Goodacre <laughs> says Corey and JBL burying Patrick for calling Corbin's move the Ring of Rosie made me laugh. And I mean, he knows the name of the move, but that was a little bit, a little bit strange. um
1: But yeah, I missed that. Actually, so sorry, can't comment.
0: By the way, guys, get in your Super Chats. Get in your Humper Chats. We would greatly appreciate it. Uh, We had Austin Theory coming out. Uh, He ended up defeating Mustafa Ali with Seth Rollins on commentary. I'm loving Seth Rollins, Mustafa Ali. I'm loving Mustafa Ali's new gear. Austin Theory is getting better in the ring. There was a lot of positives that I took from this. What did you think of it?
1: Man, I'm really happy that Mustafa Ali is even getting this opportunity. So even though I, I, I really would have liked to see him, you know, I I would have liked to see him get like a win today, but it was fine. It was fine, right? Everything that they did, whatever. Um, I just prefer I Honestly, I'm just excited that he's even getting this opportunity. So that's why I don't even care about the rest of everything else. Um, and in terms of just like Seth Rollins getting in his face and just telling them like, you can't face me, you can't beat me, like you're not on my level type of stuff. I love all of that. I love all of that because, you know, clearly Seth Rollins is a bigger star. And I like that he's like shoving it in his face and telling him that. But Mustafa Ali's like not giving up, you know.
0: But I'll tell you what I don't like building up for an eventual US title match by him losing.
1: That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I would have Pisses liked for him off. to win.
0: Pisses me off. Because
1: he let's be real, he needs all that yes, you can get for hit for him to get not not for him to get over. That doesn't sound right. But for him to look like a credible uh opponent for Seth Rollins because people like Mustafa Ali. He's not a hard person to like. It's just about actually making him look dominant or credible rather. I'm both maybe. <laughs>
0: We had Riddle and Elias backstage. Riddle's got his bongos. Elias says, listen, I promised myself I wasn't going to allow these interruptions anymore because that's what always used to happen. And that's under Why wouldn't he be pissed off about that? That was the rib. He's like, but my brother really liked you. So I'm going to let this slide. But next time, I'm not going to. You got an Alpha Academy approach. We get Elias versus Gable. There were parts of this match that were enjoyable, but it didn't really have any heat to it. You constantly get to see this year how good Chad Gable is. And there was one particular spot that I thought was one of my favorite spots I've ever seen. Gable's doing a moonsault out of the corner and Elias catches him with a knee. It was so cool. It was such a, you got to time that just perfect. Like that is a classic spot. Like, to the point to where I'm like, damn, wish they would have saved that for like a bigger match or something like that. But who knows if they'll ever have a bigger match. So you got to do it when you got to do it. And you know what? Like you said earlier, this show needed all the help it could get. So I think about that and I'm like, well, if it didn't have that spot, I wouldn't have anything to talk about in this match. So I'm yeah. glad that, yeah, I I'm feel the same that way.
1: That But I want to do I do want to shout out like uh, that backstage segment that they did where uh, when he asked them about the band and he goes, like, do you have a name? And then he says, are you guys calling yourselves Blink 180? Shush. That was really funny. I like that. That was hilarious.
0: That was good. Um, Elias. uh, Getting the win over Gable Riddle helping him out afterwards. How do you feel about a Riddle and Elias team? This isn't one that I ever imagined.
1: I could see it working. I, well, because sure. Riddle has a personality that I think can pretty much blend with everybody, and Thatcher, given what, we, Orton, yeah,
0: it's it's happened before,
1: and given what we've seen, if we would have just seen just Elias, I would think I would have been a little bit like hmm, maybe maybe not this could work, but given what we saw with the uh, oh god Ezekiel character. Given with that we saw like a totally different side of what he can do. So for me, I actually think this could be really funny now that we got a different, uh, you know, just saw a little bit more of Elias's range rather. Uh, I think that would, I think their pairing could be something unique.
0: By the way, for those of you uh, who didn't know Triple H back running the show this week, he was sidelined with COVID last week. So that's good news. Welcome back to him. Uh, On Fightful Select on Tuesday, we'll have a full list of producers for Raw as well as backstage news, so subscribe for that. Uh, Fightful Select, just a few years ago, I remember I would try to have like at least three or four items a week, like a podcast and a piece of news. Then a couple years ago, I would try to have either a podcast or a piece of news every single day. Now we've got at least two pieces of news and a podcast every single day on Fightful Select. So go over there and subscribe. I know a lot of you are on the fence about, oh, should I ever pay for wrestling news? $5, I promise you'll at least not regret trying it one time. You probably won't get it and be like, man, that $5, I'll never get that back. If we could do free trials, we would, but uh, I promise you it's worth the investment. Give it a shot. Check it out. You'll enjoy it. The line drive says, me saying hi to Denise with her back turned to me. Oh, hi, Denise. Thwack. Knocked out. <laughs> Talking about the outfit you're wearing. You look like you're about to oh, mug somebody. Oh, no.
1: I thought, I thought I really did that to somebody in real life. I was like, did I? I was thinking back to, like, my events this past couple of weeks. I'm like, did I accidentally hit somebody? <laughs>
0: you, Denise, you look like the type of person who's up to some shady stuff. Always. You look like the type of person that probably needs 99.9% less bacteria on your sheets. Trimiracle.com slash Fightful. That's Trimiracle.com slash Fightful. Save over 40%. Use our promo code Fightful at checkout to save even more and get three free towels. They are so confident in their product. It's backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so you get a full refund. You may say, what is it? What is it? They're clean and cool sheets, self-cooling properties for better quality sleep using silver-infused fabrics, originally developed by NASA. Their, their sheets are thermoregulating and designed to keep you at the perfect temperature all night long. So you get a better sleep every night. And those sheets are infused with natural silver that prevent 99.9% of bacterial growth, leaving them to stay cleaner and fresher three times longer than other sheets. Get rid of those gross odors. You know Denise is dealing with that. Miracle Sheets are so comfortable without the high price tag of other luxury brands. That wonderful 500 thread count material feels so good. Try Miracle.com slash Fightful. Stop sleeping on bacteria. It's better for your skin, your pores. It gives you fewer breakouts, prevents other uh, skin problems, helps prevent stuffy noses, acne, allergies, all that stuff. TryMiracle.com slash Fightful. Main event happened. Wasn't a title match, but um, either way. Oh, he says the super chat was related to Denise's. Well, you're...
1: you're. Oh, oh, thank you. There you go. Appreciate it.
0: Okay. Okay. I get it. (laughs) <laughs> wag says if when sasha comes back do you put her in the feud with bianca or bailey for a storyline both would be humpers i think if sasha comes back naomi comes with her and they come as a as a package unit i think you give them exactly what they wanted in a in a justified tag team division denise which you know hasn't really happened hasn't really happened since they left also just yeah I just got a great photo sent to me by Joel Pearl.
1: Awesome. What's the picture? Hold on. I'll come on, Sean. Out. We got two minutes till Taylor Swift's music video drops.
0: Well, then talk about this match for the love of God. Okay, Lord. where are we on?
1: Oh my God.
0: <laughs> Pretty happy about that. Sorry for yeah.
1: me to yell. Um,
0: I think that Sasha should came, come back with Naomi, but we had the main event. I thought the main event was dope. I thought it was great. Bianca and Bailey. Worked so freaking well together all the time. I loved the triple power bomb. Uh Bianca did the power bomb on the table, into the post, and then the reverse power bomb, uh, what they used to call like sort of the alley oop onto the apron. I thought that was so good. So so good. And then at the end of the match, Nikki Cross is back, and it's Nikki Cross, but not like crazy Nikki Cross. That's like Nikki cross with her hair done and her makeup done. And like she's she's still crazy though. She was going still went went crazy. Jason PS three says after tonight, I can see Nikki, Nikki cross Piper Niven, Alba fire, uh, being a part of a group. I could see, uh, Piper Niven and Nikki cross being added to damage control. And then us getting Alexa, Oscar, Becky, um, who else? Candace and Bianca, in the, the war games. I could see that. Denise, match was good. Nikki's back. How the hell are you feeling?
1: Very, well, going back to the match itself. I, I do feel bad that this wasn't a title match and that the show that we had led up to this because this was really... If the show would have been better, I think we would have been more excited leading going into the main event. But regardless, like you just knew Bailey and Bianca were going to go out there and kill it. And they did. And I was even apprehensive of seeing this match so soon after their last match where I kind of felt like it was too soon to even see it. But I think we really needed it on the show. I don't even know what the show would have been without this match. Honestly, like this match was the best thing we got today. Uh, In terms of Nikki Cross, I mean, we had been wondering what was going to happen. We had the Nikki A.S.H. character for such a long time. It felt like they were really, it felt like they should have changed her character, let's be real, like months and months ago. Uh, they stopped really even focusing on the traits of that character. And then uh, had we had just seen the whole thing with her and dewdrop, and you were wondering what's going to be happening. Are they even going to break up? You know, they teased all of this. We never got any closure to that. And so now getting her to see her come out and be in this, you know, Back to Nikki Cross, she's insane, she's beating up on both women, she's going nuts. It adds a lot of value, I think, to the to the women's division and to the show because we were just talking about how you know there's been like one women's segment the last couple of weeks, and so now I just feel like there's a little bit more that a little bit more depth. Having the Nikki Cross character is feels more valid in terms of seeing her in a potential. Uh, You know, title shot picture versus even though she was champion as Nikki A.S.H. But, you know, a lot of people didn't really take her seriously as Nikki A.S.H. So I feel like now it just adds more to the women's division and more uh, actual competitors for the title.
0: I'd like to think that they don't have her as the last image without something in mind, without something in store, without them hoping that she's going to be what we all know that she can be uh chi town spurs says just when i think damage kataral is getting momentum i thought this was good momentum a775 says do you think alba fire is raw or smackdown bound seems like she's ready to come up also i would say with-
1: smackdown just so she's we need more people on smackdown so i'm going to send everybody to smackdown
0: <laughs> says also with nikki cross do you think we see piper niven back yeah i do think we see piper niven back as piper niven i do nickel and i think that that I think Albo will probably end up wherever Nikki ends up, honestly. Nicholas says, Women's division feels frozen until Survivor Series. Raw has good stars, but they're all involved in the same segment. They need to split up. Uh, Yeah, uh, they need to enhance that tag division a little bit more. It's just the fact that the tag division has been ingrained with the main title scene as per usual. Split it up a little bit. Let's do some more. They, They did it last week, and we had a tag title match, so that's good. The Line Drive says, thank God for Nikki's return because that heatless main event, despite how functionally great it was, put me to sleep because damage control hasn't recovered from that ladder match at Extreme Rules. Everything was heatless tonight. Really, really heatless. And um, that's unfortunate. But um, we'll have plenty of fortunate things for you this week. FightfulSelect.com. Fightful.com. Denise also has lots of good stuff. Oh, by the way, guys, I have an interview with the former CJ Perry. Lana. On Fightful right now, uh, you get early access to those on Select as well. But Denise, tell the people what you got going on.
1: I like how you were all like Denise has some good
0: stuff too. <laughs> yeah, Denise has some good stuff. All right, yeah, it's,
1: that's it's some cool. good stuff too. Um, t- well, since again you didn't fix the graphic, Sean, uh, at underscore Denise Salcedo, please give me a follow. I'm still trying to get to 100k, so go there, uh, YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. I just hit, or right, I think I'm about to hit 72,000 subscribers, so please head on over there and click that subscribe button. There's lots of stuff that I have planned coming up.
0: If for some reason you all aren't subscribed here, just do it already.
1: Steal my thunder. Why don't you, Sean?
0: Leave us a thumbs up. We would greatly appreciate it. Until next time, we're out.